You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. You put any ounce of effort into betting on the NFL draft with research, you will win. Joe knows baseball. Am I insane for making the case for a pitcher fifth and next fifth, fifth and strikeout rate at 31%, but Robbie Ray is 101. Joe knows basketball. Jokic is down to eight to one. Before the year started, I grabbed him at 33 to one. Joe O knows the answers to your sports betting questions on BetQL Daily, presented by BetMGM. That's our favorite time of the week. It's time for Joe Knows. Welcome back, BetQL Daily, right here on the BetQL Network, presented by BetMGM. You asked Joe O answers your sports betting question. I know, Joe, you want to get to some thoughts on some teasers um, around the NFL. If we have any questions from our audience, Twitch, and we know they're always involved and active in throwing some questions at you, we'll take those as well. But where, where did you want to start here? Where do you want to start Joe Knows this week? Well, Joe knows that now he's going to be Mr. Positive because apparently okay. it's pile on Joe Day during the commercial break. People say, I'm, I'm too negative about everything. I'm going to be positive at some point. I haven't, I haven't figured out which day it is. I'm just going to be positive about everything. When we talk about games, I'm only going to talk about the positive side. I'm not going to bring up any negative thing, any negative thing that happens in my life or, the, or that I witness. I'm not going to complain about Aaron Judge Cuttins. I'm going to be positive at some point. I don't know when. John, can we call it Jolly? <laughs> Joe Day? I'm looking yes, forward I to can't. It. One day? Just one day? That would, wouldn't that get annoying? I need more Especially than one people day. That listen. If you can. No, that's not happening. <laughs> Especially people that listen to like sports radio or sports betting content. I don't they're not looking for a lot of positive stuff. Let's be honest. The people that are are writing blogs or are doing team-focused podcasts. People come to they're us not. for a break in their day. They don't want to hear right. about all negative stuff either. Yeah, oh, but when you're we're talking about down games, how can we be a bummer or a loser? It is a break. Yeah. <laughs> right. Like, yeah, they're right. <laughs> My here's life the, isn't the, as bad. He's a loser too. Here's the <laughs> test. Can we get through a segment where Joe's trying to be positive and we talk about how all of the cashiers at Trader Joe's are just the, the best people and we can't wait to talk to them when we go in? Because that's that's the one thing that Joe cannot – he can't hold back. He hates talking to these cashiers. Our last conversation, did I not say that I have a, had a very pleasant experience with an elderly man? You did. You did. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you very much. All right. Um, I was looking at teasers this year. And I think the perception is that they're not hitting overall. Would you guys agree? Yes. Yes. Not not like years past. And I noticed it a, a lot on social media and some of the other sports betting content that I saw early in the week uh, because of the Denver game. Because that was the obvious teaser spot that a lot of people were jumping on. Denver and Vegas go through the three, through the seven. It was like two and a half almost the entire week. And it was a, it was a strange loss. It was a frustrating loss that a lot of people had on that game. 
So I started to take a look. Like, you know, I'm hearing a lot of people talk about the teasers, and I, I noticed myself, I, I wasn't, I haven't been hitting them as high of a clip as I usually do. Here's, here's a couple things. Maybe I'm wrong. Here's what I think. I think there's been so much conversation about teasers that people end up forcing teasers, that they're not truly following the rules. Like, ah, you know, it's right there by a half a point. I'm not, I'm not going to follow the rule. I'm going to move it from seven down. I'm moving from six and a half down instead of seven and a half when that's really quite significant that it's higher than a touchdown, not at that touchdown number. Or I'm not worried about a high total game. That's fine. I think my side is going to win, so that's going to cover. I, I think people are forcing teasers for one, and then for us, we're here Monday through Friday for this specific show, so we're talking about the ones – that makes sense during the week. There are also teasers that pop up as I was looking through this on Sunday that we don't talk about all week that are really terrific options a lot of the time. So I started to break down. Okay, week number one. I'm going by the closing number only. There were five games that you know fit the rules for teasers, five of them. It was a losing week, just barely. Two and three teasers went. And then I looked in week two. We had only three. That's the least amount of teaser options to the closing number all season. It was that San Francisco-Seattle game. That was a winner. Cincinnati down. Remember, Cincinnati was upset by Dallas. The New Orleans up. They lost by 10 to Tampa Bay. They did not cover. Another losing week, one and two. So two and three and one and two. And then we got to week number three. The most teasers available all season. Nobody talked about how the teasers went that week because nobody had anything to complain about. They weren't losing money if they bet them. Guys, there were eight teasers available. Eight. They went seven and one in week three. So almost seven any pairing. One. Almost any pairing would have hit. Yeah. Or or three, right? I mean, seven and one, it's it's hard to miss. Mm-hmm. How does it lose? Houston, Houston against Chicago. Uh the Dallas, it was plus one and a half up to seven and a half. Uh, Carolina won by eight. You, you were getting up to plus eight and a half. Green Bay, north of a touchdown against Tampa Bay. They won the game outright. Denver against San Francisco on Sunday night. Um, th- there were so many that got home. Tennessee won, and you were teasing them up. You were teasing Atlanta up, and they won outright too. Seven and one in week three. So then I looked at last week. Yes, we had that Denver loser, but the Jets were a teaser option. They went outright. The Bears were a teaser option. You get that from two and a half up to eight and a half. It was three most of the week, but it was two and a half when it closed. San Francisco, Monday night, was a teaser. Philadelphia was a teaser down to one and a half. They go four and one in week four. Last two weeks, teasers have gone 11 and two, and I don't hear anybody talking about it. They're just complaining how they haven't hit at a high clip because everybody and their mother was on Denver, and that was the the one loser this past week. So is the lesson to wait on teasers? Because I mean, obviously we're doing the show every day, so we're going to give options and ideas. But yeah. Sunday, is, is that the day that it's been better? Because you're giving the closing numbers. So sometimes I think we're chasing the teaser, right? Like, uh-oh, yep. I like the number here. If it moves, then it's not as good. I get it now. I get all those points. But maybe maybe you wait. I think it can be a mix. 
yes, I agree with your point that the best the best way to go about this is you look at the closing number. And I agree that Sunday, this is one of the rare instances when it's good to wait. But I think you can do both because you will lose some teaser options right. once you get to later in the week. So I think you could look early and then also look later on in the week on Sunday. But, yeah, uh, that's what I, – I thought that was interesting that they're 11-2 and two in the last two weeks, but I hear people complain how teasers aren't hitting. That's just wrong. They, they are hitting at a very good clip right now. That's, yeah, I mean, I, I think that's good research I'm glad there. You brought that up. Yeah, I I did a couple of teasers the first couple of weeks, and then I just was out. <laughs> well, I bet a lot of people were like you. That's probably why that perception is out there. Like, well, they're not hitting because they didn't hit. And then the Bron- you mentioned the Broncos one. That's the yeah. one people had. So it ruined, it blew them up last week. Even though there were a lot of good options to pair with that, you know, last week. The one loss in week three was was another kind of shocker that was on people's radar. It was the Chargers and Jaguars one. Right. Yeah. yeah. That the other point you brought up about the six and a half or seven, that knocking people around instead of this wait for the seven and a half, right? Like, there's yeah. a reason. That don't numbers, force it. Don't force it. I mean, so what fits that bill this week? Vikings fit that bill. Jaguars fit that bill. Right. As of right now, we're not over seven in either of those games. 49ers fit that bill. Well, and also the lower totals. I only, I only looked at games that had totals of below 47. So the ones okay. that do fit the bill, Packers, Bears. for sure. Yeah, Packers. Second lowest total of the week, too. Oh, I hate this one. See, I don't know. Washington, it fits the bill. I know. Low total through the three and the seven. But that's the other thing. You don't have to bet every one that – Makes sense numbers wise. Right. If you think yeah. if you don't like the game, you can walk away from it. Uh, Je- yeah, Jacksonville does not at the moment. It's sitting there at seven. You want to go through the three and the seven. Uh, yeah, it depends if you want to de- move seven down to one. Now, if it's a- if you're strict and you don't want the seven to move down to one, then you're not do- you're not doing Jacksonville. You're not doing Minnesota. But um, right now, the ones that really stand out, Green Bay for sure, and Washington if you can stomach it. Good options. All right, do we have a question from the Twitch chat, Aaron? Yes. Um, so OG Plus is still on his lowest scoring team. Um, he loves that market. So Cardinals, Houston, Rams – any thoughts on those three teams? Um, he wrote the odds in here. Give me one second. Cardinals twenty-five to one, Houston thirteen to one, Rams fifty to one. Lowest scoring teams. That's what he had his eye on. And, or highest scoring team, Dolphins twenty to one. Of course, we got Teddy in there. Yeah, well, yeah, that's why that's why you got the value there. So I'll start with the lowest scoring teams, Cardinals. All right, Cardinals at home against the Eagles. Um, hmm. Yeah, I mean, the Eagles have a great defense. Is that defense going to travel uh, this week? If you look at some of the metrics, where are they top three? Well, they're number one in dropback EPA. They're not giving up explosive pass, pass rates. They're number one in that. 
they're number two overall in EPA per play. They're number two in adjusted sack rate, getting to the quarterback. Number three in yards per play. Number three in DVOA. So it is a brutal matchup. I, I understand the thinking there, but if it gets to a blowout, Arizona's going to put some points up. That, and what happens in the second half, that's one I would stay away from. Eagles are letting people kind of score a little bit in the second half. So that, could, that could hurt your bet. Uh, Texans. Yeah, that's possible. That's What was the number on Texans? That's a good one. I think the Rams. Thirteen to one. I think. Okay, I think the Rams show up this week against the Cowboys. I like them, um, but uh, the Texans ones. Davis Mills terrible on the road. Look at the numbers. It's been a month of football. Jaguars defense is top five, top six. I know it sounds crazy, but that's how they, they performed, are. and they played the Eagles last week. That front is good with Trayvon Walker and Josh Allen. They they can play up front. Joe O, Joe G, Aaron Hawksworth, Becky Wall Daily. We dive into Broncos Colts next on the Becky Wall Network. We'll be right back with BetQL Daily, presented by BetMGM on the BetQL Network.